Coaching Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Michelle Prince with the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we are shining the light on successful entrepreneurs, business owners, leaders, people that are doing incredible things, they're making an impact, and they're leveraging the power of their authority to, to make a big a big difference in this world. And uh, I can't wait for you to meet our guest today. But first, this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon to be authors. The Performance Publishing team has helped thousands of people realize their dream of becoming an author. Will you be next? To learn more, go to performancepublishinggroup.com. Okay, let me introduce you to my, my guest today, Anthony Troop. Trupiano, who is an award-winning independent fiduciary advisor, ranked in the top 1% of his industry, founder of both Trupiano and Associates, LLC, and Safe Money Solutions, LLC, and he's an author and speaker specializing in group benefit for the construction industry leaders. Since 2001, he has helped hundreds of family-owned businesses nationwide and provided medical and ancillary benefits for thousands of employees. Most notably, Anthony serves some of the largest and most successful construction companies in New Jersey. Anthony has authored multiple books, including Insurance Lives, Safe Money, and his latest release, Tenacious Abundance. I love that title. He speaks on an un, or he speaks on unstoppable growth and success principles and was a speaker for the top 3% of advisors in the world of Million Dollar Roundtable. He has worked with Coach Tom Coughlin and his coaching staff of the NFL Jacksonville Jaguars and his company, Mental Edge, to increase coaching and team performance. Anthony is also a Division III collegiate wrestler and football athlete. His passion for health and wellness drove him to start his first company in the health and fitness industry, when he later sold, which he later sold from multiple six figures. The loss of his father at age 16 has instilled the importance of maintaining his health so that he can be around for his family. Anthony and his wife, Sally, support organizations such as Feed America, ASPCA, Boy Scouts of America, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Shriners Hospital, Lakewood Church, Earl Family Foundation, Interfaith Hospitality, and Midland School. His family, friends, and clients know Anthony as a connector and a trusted resource. He lives to achieve his late father's advice of always being an add value person. Oh, I love that, Anthony. Welcome to the show. Wow, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Yes, but you know, and it's funny every time, uh, every time I have a guest, or even when I'm a guest on a podcast, you know, when you hear the bio being read, you're like, okay, let's cut to the chase because I'm, you know, I'm just a person at the end of the day. But I think it's important that we do read the full bio because that's the whole point of this podcast is the more we know about you, the more we can connect to you and learn from you. So I love it. And it's impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, okay, so let's talk about what you're, let's first talk about the business, what you do and, and how you help, um, you know, all, all of the, the companies that you serve. Well, I think since losing my dad at such a young age, I've always focused on financial and maintaining my health. Um, my dad was only 45 years old. My uncle was 36. He actually 
um, ran all the maintenance at Rutgers uh, campus in New Jersey. And he actually had a heart attack right at the door, shoveling his way into work. So our family history with heart disease is, uh, is pretty poor. So we've always gravitated towards the health and fitness industry and the insurance and financial. And uh, really, um, you know, one of my, I have a quote on my wall that I have registered, money is an echo of the value we create for others. We just, we truly wake up every day to create value. I mean, that's, and you know, that everyone asks, what's the secret sauce? It's like, you know, you have to work hard, but if you're adding value, yeah. you'll always be busy. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what business is, isn't it? Where it's service, yes. it's serving other people. And if you can serve somebody well and, and provide value, you know, help them in whatever they're wanting help in, then you'll, you'll, you'll never, you'll never worry about money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you are, um, how long have you had, so the business that you have now, you said at 16, that's when things kind of shifted personally with your father's passing. When did you actually start the business? We started, um, we started Trupiano and Associates in 2001. Okay. We actually moved from New Jersey um, down here to Florida. We, we jokingly said we were too nice for New Jersey. New Jersey's great, by the way. I'm up there every month. Um, but we just wanted nicer weather. It was always, you know, you had only a few great months up there of weather. So we moved down here. I didn't know anyone. And I started a company, Mental Edge, and I worked with the Jacksonville Jaguars and um, MetLife, Waddell and Reed. And the MetLife manager said, hey, why don't you, you know, you're great at what you do with sales training. Why don't you come and work with us? So I did one life with one year with MetLife, and then I left to Mass Mutual, which was a not captive company, meaning you could sell any products out there, not just oh, okay. MetLife is captive. You had to sell only their products, which doesn't fit for me because I like people to have options. Yes. And um, we've just built our company. I mean, I literally walked up a stretch of highway that was five miles on each side, knocking on every business owner door and just built it up. And then we've been referrals ever since. So awesome. Okay, I have to ask, where in New Jersey were you were you living? Um, I was born and raised in Chester, New Jersey. Okay. And then we moved out to Blairstown, New Jersey. I actually lived next to a dairy farm um, oh. from 12 years old through high school. And uh, so, yeah, talk about a work ethic. Those yeah. cows have to be milked twice a day, every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I, I asked. I asked because I actually, we lived in New Jersey for when I was uh, a child, my, my father um, was transferred up there. And so we lived in Maplewood for about yeah, eight years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, w- and then we ended up in Texas. So I'm kind of like you, I, I do understand, you know, there's, <laughs> I think we were nice in New Jersey too. And so we fit in in Texas just fine. <laughs> you know, being down here in Florida now and having Governor DeSantis, we look like geniuses living down here. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you were so ahead of your time moving down there 22 years ago. You were definitely now everybody's going. Yeah. So let's talk about your books. Tell me about, um, you know, you wrote two books before this one, Tenacious uh, Abundance, but I'm really drawn to that book because I love that title. Yeah. um, So what I realized over the last 32 years and really the intention was I wanted since 2000, I wanted to write a book for our daughters and our future grandchildren. 
And just to let them know, you know, how my wife and I, my wife, Sally, um, will be 32 years this May and how we've been just so happy. We've maintained the same, basically the same weight that we got married at. We've been able to become self-made millionaires. And we wanted that to, we wanted to teach our kids um, and our grandkids about that. And Sally walked into my office, um, you know, last year when I had the idea to finally write it. And she said, why don't you just share it with everyone? So we decided to, we interviewed a couple of publishers and went with Scribe Publishing. And then they, um, you know, I, I didn't know you at the time. I would have used your service. Um, <laughs> okay. Scribe's great. Because really, really, if someone doesn't get help writing a book, um, it's way more difficult. And so having like the expertise, like what you're doing with people makes a huge difference. So I tell everyone out there, if you have an idea to write a book, you definitely need to get some help because there's a lot of stuff behind the curtain that you really need to know about and navigate. So, yeah. So true. So do you mind sharing? So some of those things that you wanted to share with your, your girls and grandkids of how you sustain a happy marriage, financially free. Do you mind sharing some of those tips? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what industry we've been in, I've used what I call my seven M's to success. And they, they, no matter what business we've been in, it's been, it's been great. Um, you know, I'll use an example of, you know, a food business. We, we wanted to go into the food industry. I don't know why, because after doing it, I would never go back into that industry. It's very (laughs) difficult, but, um, anyway, but we always, um, I have the motivation, movement, mentorship, modeling, um, manageable habits, mastermind and mastery. And I, I've actually spoken to the military on those seven M's, but they never fail. They mm-hmm. for every industry we're in, and even in the food business, we didn't know we didn't know anyone in the food business. We didn't have any food experience, mm-hmm. and it was um, a bagel smith franchise. And the older couple um, were selling it due to health issues. We didn't want to take on the franchise, and so we just took over the business and. You know, talk about modeling. We just went up the street to a Wawa by Lafayette College in Pennsylvania, which was one of the busiest Wawa convenience stores in the country. And we modeled exactly how they had their store set up. So we shared the same vendors, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, um, who delivered their, you know, their deli meats. Mm-hmm. And we, we modeled exactly what they did. We tripled gross sales in, um, in nine months. And in a year and five months, we sold it for over double what we paid. Wow. Now that's fascinating. Do you, with your, do you teach how to do that for other businesses to? Well, that was sort of, I came up with that formula when I had um, the company Mental Edge. Uh I was doing business sales training. Like I said, I I worked with Tom Coughlin and I believe he had 18 coaches at the time. And, um, you know, he's, he's a tough cookie, Tom Coughlin, and he ranked me nine out of 10. Yeah. When, on the last day, they all had to rank me and my overall score was, um, an eight out of 10 from all the coaches, but he gave me a nine out of 10. But yeah, I, you know, I was teaching them about these seven M's because really working with the team, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Can we go through those again? So motivation was one was mindset too. 
Yeah. So with motivation, it's knowing what your why is. Mm. I mean, that is so important because, you know, on the days, you know, you don't feel well or it isn't a good day in business. If you have a strong why, it really doesn't matter. I mean, you'll still be motivated that day. So um, I have an exercise where like I call, I, I write down one through seven and then on number seven, I'll put like why I wanted to write Tenacious Abundance. And then I ask myself, well, why for number six, well, why is that true? And then I write number six and then I keep digging deeper until I had a really powerful why, which really was affecting future generations of my family in a positive way. I wrote Tenacious Abundance. But yeah. I love it. I love it. So. And then number two is movement. You got to take action. Mm. Okay. And then number three is mentorship. I've had a great mentor in the insurance business named Alan Meltzer. He was phenomenal, um, but he mentored me. And in the most questions that I get is, wouldn't you get a mentor first? And I'm like, no, you have to start taking action on your own. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that get into their own business and they want to work on the business instead of moving the business forward. Like, oh, let me work on the website. Let me work on business cards. I mean, when I opened um, Trupiano and Associates in 2001, I don't think I actually bought business cards until I think it was 2006. Wow. I mean, I was just busy hustling and getting in front of business owners and serving them and adding value. And then just things just grow. You know, and I like that mentorship is third because sometimes, and I've seen this before, if you seek a mentor first, and they have maybe a different vision for where it should go. If you don't have that clarity of your own personal why, you could be going down rabbit trails that you're not supposed to be following, you know, jumping into. Um, I had that situation. You know, I started my business in 2009, very, very clear why. And, um, and I also knew that in order to grow, I had to have mentors. I didn't want to, you know, I could do it the slow, hard way, but why? <laughs> you know, go find somebody who's doing what you want to do or, or, you know, and so I did that, but I've, I've met so many others that, you know, had no idea what they really wanted. So they just, they, you know, you have to have clarity of you, your purpose first before going out and seeking somebody to help you, I think. So I love that you have that third. Um, I agree. And one thing I'll mention on mentorship, I mean, take a mentor for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they have to eat and let them tell you their story. Uh, there are so many people over the years that have come to me for, can I get a job? Can you loan me money? Um, if, if you really want to have a successful mentorship, let them tell you how they did it. They'll share it all day long. I mean, you know, it's like what you and I are doing right now. We're sharing with others how we did things. Um, it, but most people, you know, they want to just go and ask for a job or ask for money. But people will tell you their story all day. Absolutely. Especially those who have, you know, achieved success. They, they want to, they want to give back and they want to help other people get where they are. So, okay. So motivation, movement, mentorship. And then modeling. Modeling. Okay. And modeling is different than mentorship because, you know, modeling, you know, mentorship could be someone local who's successful. And then modeling could be looking at a national franchise or a national business. You know, my brother owns a local glass shop in Easton, PA, and I tell him, 
you should be looking at what safe light is safe light glass is sitting on your commercials you know how they text you ahead of time who's coming to see you and so i think modeling is great and you know like how we modeled that wawa was amazing i mean our store looked exactly like their store you know under a different name we had the same vendors delivering so forgive me i don't know wawa what is that it's like a 7-eleven oh okay oh okay yes i have seen those okay i'm I'm thinking to myself how could you okay i'm with you now (laughs) i've been in texas too long i think (laughs) yeah they were big in the in the northeast and now they're everywhere across the country but yeah they're like a 7-eleven i'm sorry i should have clarified that people know 7-eleven and wawa maybe not (laughs) well and i'm in the dallas area and 7-eleven's headquartered here so there's a 7-eleven on every corner i can tell you that but um, okay. Wow. Got it. Okay. And then I know number five is manageable habit. What does that mean? Yeah. So, um, a big part of my day, um, is I call it the three anchors. So how I start my day, how I end my day, and then three priorities that move me forward. So when I say manageable habits, I see a lot of business owners trying to do too many like a to-do list that's got 20 items on it. Mm-hmm. When really, you know, checking your emails or, or, or maybe returning call, like there should be three priorities every day that you gauge your success on that move you forward. Yeah. So every morning, you know, when I start my day at five o'clock in the morning, um, I do a grateful journal and then I write down what are my three priorities that are moving me forward today. And I work on them first, and I actually choose the hardest one first. I've made it a habit. So I like gravitate towards the hardest task first. And then, you know, if I get them done by nine o'clock, you know, I've got a great day ahead of me. If I, if it takes me, sometimes it'll take me to the next day. I'll have to move a priority to the next day, but I focus on no more than three priorities. I don't make to-do lists. I love that. And I, I, I have done my share of time management training. I wrote a book years ago called Busy Being Busy, But Getting Nothing Done. And I, I have something very similar. It's called The Power of Three, where you there's no way your mind op- can't operate in chaos, right? So if you look at a, a to-do list of 20, 30 items, when you're starting your day, there's no way your mind can't feel overwhelmed immediately. So like kind of let's bring it down. And if you finish three and you want to keep going, awesome. But the reality is, we start so many things, we don't always complete them. So those three are the things you're going to commit to completing, you know, in that, in that day. So I yeah, love that. I was a kid, I love the number three. Like, I don't oh. know, as simple as one, two, three has always stuck with me my whole life. So it's like, I love your power of three because I do feel like people try to do too many things mm-hmm. at once and then you get nothing done and then completely distracted all day. And then, and then I go to sleep at 10 o'clock every night. So. I wake up at five. I have a morning ritual. Um, Sally and I have coffee. We do our grateful journal, our priorities. And then I focus on priorities. And then at night, the TV gets shut off early. I always keep books on my nightstand. Mm -hmm. Um, My goal isn't to finish so many books a year. It's just to be a reader. Mm -hmm. So I'll open the book. And if I'm super tired, I'll just read a page. Sometimes I'll read a chapter. But um, yeah. And then I, I go to sleep. Consistency and being deliberate about habits. I love that. All right. Then the next one is mastermind. 
which I, yeah. I, I, I love masterminds, but that's, what's your definition and, and how should people do that? So uh, I'm real, um, I'm real picky with how I spend my time. I, I love to use the word no. Mm-hmm. Yes, it gets a lot of people in trouble. So if I really don't want to do something, I will just simply say no. I have no problem doing that. I really manage my time to make sure I'm focusing on priorities. I'm hanging with the right people. Uh, that's why, I'm, you know, on my website, I, I listed a bunch of videos for thought leaders. I also, I think, you know, if you can't form your own mastermind today, you could just go to YouTube and the best of the best, you could just go listen to a video, whether it's you know, Anthony Robbins or, you know, Mike Rowe or Bo Eason. I mean, there's yeah. just great people out there to listen to. And Ed Milet has a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's all different ones out there. So there's really no excuse because maybe back prior to podcasts and all of that, I mean, maybe the only way that you could get some of that knowledge is if you went to an event or if you, you know, joined a mastermind. But but really, there is so much. I, I have to say it's, it's, it's not a lack of information keeping you from your dreams and goals. It's just a lack of implementation. <laughs> you know, it's, yes. and it's speaking your, the podcasts and webinars. I, I signed up for yours on, um, I think it's next Wednesday. Yes. Oh, good. The shine yes. through your story webinar. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, um, yeah, I think that would be great. So yeah, I'm constantly educating myself. I never stop growing, learning, I, you know, I just, I constantly want to keep improving. That was, so my mentor uh, was Zig Ziglar and um, he still influences my life, even though he's, he's many years past, but um, that's something I saw in him. You know, he was even at the top of his career, he was, if somebody came and spoke at the organization or did the devotions on Monday mornings, he was front row taking notes. He never stopped learning and never ever had the um, belief that he was better or had it all figured out because he was just always growing. So I think that that speaks so, so much about you that you're the same. Yeah. You know, I'm really big on having curiosity versus ego. You know, I mentioned that in my book, I think it's better to be curious and to be a constant learner than nobody likes to know it all. Nobody does. And, And that's my seventh one is mastery, which again is constantly improving and learning. And, and, and again, there's so many resources. I mean, there's mm. just incredible, the webinars, podcasts, YouTube yes. videos, you know, programs that are out there. So I have a question. The, the, the show is called The Power of Authority Spotlight. And yes, we are shining a light on you. There's a little, uh, the, the name of it is the, the title of my last book, but it's also a play on words. And that is, you can't spell authority without author which I know you fully understand because you've written many, many books, but authority is more than being, it's certainly not being better. It's, it's having the ability for people to want to listen to what you have to say. Um, And so what are you doing to build your authority, your brand, your platform, your businesses? Like, what are you finding that works? Well, I would tell everyone out there, everyone has a book in them, Mm -hmm. whether they think they do or they don't, they do. (laughs) Every, there's something that everyone could share that someone would benefit from. So I think writing a book is super, super powerful. I would strongly recommend everyone look into that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you focus on adding value, 
and not focused about what you're going to get in return. Just, I just want to keep adding value. I would tell you um, the top clients that we have right now, we were referred to because one client would be like, oh my gosh, this guy and his operation is just amazing what they've done for us and our company. And um, yeah, I, you know, it's great to ask for referrals. I think it's important to do that, but more important, just keep adding value to where, I mean, people are just blown away. We try to make every client a raving fan. I love that. It's so interesting. I had a conversation recently with one of my coaching clients and this, the topic of adding value, I may have used different words, but you know, how can you go out and serve? Like, what can you do for people that could potentially become a, a, a pros or a client? Sorry. And the, the question was, and, and this is really more for people that are maybe new in their business. They don't have a lot of funding. You know, they're, they're, they're tight on their budget. So the, the question was, well, how can I add value when I need the revenue from that client? So what would you say to that? Do you first lead with doing something to serve them without anything and expecting anything in return? Do you set those boundaries up front to ask for a certain amount? Or how would you recommend that for someone starting? Um, that's an interesting question. So um, I would say people who are underpricing themselves become a commodity and they come across that they have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So I think being confident in what you're doing, you know, if you're mastering what you're doing, you're always trying to become better. You're always trying to think out of the box for a client, come up with a solution. If you're so busy doing that, you just become more and more valuable to that client. And, you know, once you get that confidence, you can go and do that for anybody. Right. But I, I, I do, I know in our business, you know, I'll tell you, I started with my mentor, Alan Meltzer, back in 2001, when I met him, we had gotten into the insurance business. We weren't doing group benefits for businesses. And he said, Anthony, you really should be doing this because, you know, once you pick up one client, maybe the commission that comes in every month covers your car payment. Mm -hmm. And then the next one covers your mortgage. And then the next one covers your utilities. And as you grow that business, so, you know, I think if, as long as you just keep adding value, you'll be amazed. I yeah. mean, the money will come in. I love that you said about the confidence because at the end of the day, I mean, what you charge for something is a lot based on how you feel about yourself. And there's a quote I've said for years that people will believe in you to the exact degree that you believe in yourself. So uh, we get a lot of people that are speakers. So if you believe you're a $10,000 speaker, 20,000, whatever you want the number to be, they will believe you too. But if, if you don't believe that you are worthy of that and it comes across and, you know, lowballing yourself on price, then that's going to come across that way. So um, I know it's hard and tricky for new business owners, entrepreneurs, because there is always that battle of, you know, they haven't made the money yet. So they're trying so hard to hustle. Um, and so sometimes it's, it's easier to take anything than, than stand for what you should be paid. But I, I see it that the confidence actually attracts more of the people that you, you're best serving anyway. You know? Yeah. You, you know, a, a perfect example is, when most people get into their business, they think they have to underprice all their competitors. Mm. And um, I, I had gone to a program with Keith Cunningham, who speaks on Anthony Robbins' um, mm. business masteries. And he talked, 
he actually had a chart that showed um, as you raise price, the drop off in customers is so minimal. But when you lower your price and become commoditized, you actually have to produce so much more. You have to do so much more business. You wear out your employees. You wear out your equipment. Um, you know, your profit margin goes down. So in the beginning, yeah, like everybody's got a scrap. It's like that movie Shawshank Redemption. You know, you crawl through the 500 yards of, of feces and then you get out and you're free. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't think anyone's immune to that. You know, you have hard in the beginning but as you grow and as you get more masterful and you know even if you're in if you're a contractor out there electrician plumber writing a book is great i mean write a book and let people know about tips about their air conditioning and how plumbing works and you know because i mean it just sets them apart from everyone else so you know, that's why insurance laws absolutely and especially in certain industries that that is not as common you know, we've we've done projects for car, or yeah, carpet cleaners, um, roof cleaners. You know, people that wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think I'm going to go buy a book on carpet cleaning, but that's not the point. The point is they are a published author and they are now the authority in what they do. It's their business card. You know, so um, I of course I agree with you on that. <laughs> I yeah, believe. absolutely. Like with what you're doing, I mean, just think of an air conditioning uh, repairman down here in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're busy year round and, you know, you can trip over them everywhere. But can you imagine you, you had three guys come out and gave you a quote and then one of them says, hey, here's a book on AC tips that you should know as a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Who do you think looks like the professional and is going to get the business? So, yeah, I think um, I think writing a book, even if it's a short little skinny book on tips, I think that kind of stuff makes a big difference. Insurance lies open the door to some of our biggest clients that we still have today. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Well, you are definitely, um, we're on the same page in that. So <laughs> I love we think alike. Um, well, so we're going to have to wrap up. I can't believe how fast these shows go. If What would you say, in addition to always add value, what would you say to somebody listening who, who wants to be at the pinnacle of success that you are in your business, um, but also in relationships? Uh, what would you, what, what advice would you give them? Wow. I'm really big on modeling. I mean, there's so much success out there, whether it's someone at your gym that looks so much fitter than you, don't be afraid to ask them what they're doing. You know, I, I've been telling my daughter since, you know, they were the day they were born, it costs you nothing to ask. Mm. So many people are afraid to go up to someone and ask, you know, if you see someone successful or, you know, um, they're, whether they're running a business or they look healthy or, they're, you know, they've been married a bunch of years and they look happy or, or they're, you know, they have a great relationship with their kids, ask them what they're doing. I mean, don't be afraid to ask them. Yes. That's great advice, actually. And, and what we said earlier, too, most people want to share. They want to help. I know, you know, when people come to me and they ask me questions about whether it's I want to write a book or I want to speak or, you know, or I just want to find my purpose. If they ask me, what would you suggest? I'm happily going to share with them, you know, so that's great advice. Well, I want to I want to wrap this all up because I want people to be able to get your book, um, Tenacious Abundance, which just go to a tenaciousabundance.com and that should take you straight to Amazon. Get the book. 
but I want to do a quick little recap. So the seven M's to success, if you have a pen, make sure you're writing this down. Number one, motivation. What's your why? Number two, movement. You got to do something, take some action. Number three, mentorship. Find somebody who's doing what you want to do and learn from them. And four, modeling. Don't recreate the wheel. Again, kind of learn how others are doing things and model after them. Number five, manageable habits. Consistency in your day, your schedule, your life is so key. Seven or six, mastermind. And seven, mastery. mastery, Constantly improving. Did I get that right? You did. And, and, you know, one other thing I would say, I just had a conversation with someone yesterday because we're after New Year's and everyone starts their diets and starts their workouts. And um, he was saying, how do you stay so fit all those years? And I just 10 push-ups a day is 3,650 push-ups a year. So if you're someone out there who's just starting, it's all, everything I do in a day are all little manageable steps that just compound over the year. I mean, someone, if someone said, I can't do 10, well then do five in the morning and do five at night. Yes. If you did 3,650 push-ups, your body's going to look different in a year. Okay. That's, and that's so doable for anybody. Yeah. And it's the same with drinking water, maybe reading a little bit each night, you know, just, you know, writing a note to your spouse or, or, you know, your girlfriend or boyfriend each day, just taking a few minutes, but you make those habits every day and it, it just builds. It's the little things that add up to the big things. So, yes. well, Anthony, thank you so, so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I know I learned a lot. Hopefully everyone listening took notes and um, go get the book, tenaciousabundance.com. And that's it for the Power of Authority Spotlight. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.